I want to read our text exchange real quick. Our text exchange yeah. between you and me. Yeah, here oh, uh, on August twentieth, I texted oh. you. Okay. Next episode, let's talk about death. Yeah. And your response kind of worries me. You respond. <laughs> Shit. Yes. With explanation. Mark. So obviously, uh, floor is yours. Why you're so excited? <laughs> oh man! I mean, what's more of a like weighted topic for human beings than death? You know, like it's just there's so much to talk about. And it was this. I got excited with like money too. It's like yes, let's talk about that because there's. <laughs> Everybody has strong opinions. It's it's a it's like deeply ingrained into our life. Obviously, I mean it's a big one. So yeah, it's exciting. I was hoping you have some kind of stories, like a serial killer, and you know everything about death. Uh, no, that's the, the the greatest thing is nobody knows everything about death. Nobody knows anything about death. Yeah, that's the best part, and yet. Every like when uh, when my grandpa was dying, my uncle looked at me and, and the it's like my favorite thing surrounding surrounding death. He just looked at me and he said, nobody gets out alive. And it's so true. Like we're all going to die. Every single person that's ever been here. Benjamin Franklin, like he died. Albert Einstein, he died. You know, um, the richest person in the world. Kurt Cobain died. The poorest person in the world. You know, like, you know, it, so it's. Talk about something that brings us all together. The great, the great, but it's I like call the it end. The, then we, you don't, and like our whole brain is wired to have it not happen to us. That's what we spend most our entire life doing is trying to avoid it. You know, um, most of us anyway. So I call it the the great equalizer. Right, right. Because that's the one thing we death and taxes. Right, yeah. is another one. Right, the two two things you can rely on. That one thing that does everybody has in common. Yep. Yeah. So let's uh, talk about kind of few concepts about death. Um, what actually dies? Like what? And I think if you talk about death, you have to talk about what is life, right? In a way, because okay. like a rock doesn't die. A rock. A rock. Even if it gets right on the beach and gets grinded right. into sand, we don't right. think of the rock dying. Yeah. Right. Mm-hmm. But human gets chopped in half or whatever, decomposed, and it's death. So what mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. life? Mm-hmm. What is actually life? As far as the definition of life, it's, you know, they have like, you can reproduce and all that stuff. But but there is mm-hmm. like viruses that people don't know if they're really alive because it's just a little instructions that get into injected into mm-hmm. the. What's your answer? Do you want me to go first? Uh, I mean, I don't know. I don't have any answers. Yeah. I, don't, I, don't, <laughs> I mean, if you take a stab at us, I mean, you could talk about consciousness, right? Um, you know, rock isn't really, from what we know, isn't really self-conscious. Yeah, I mean, we I mean, certainly are. I, that's what I was going. The, the, I guess we... Uh, talk about plants dying, though, you know, and their, their consciousness is obviously much different than ours. Like, they don't have a brain. So, but they have some kind of nervous system. There's like the yeah. res- response to the yes. response to the environment. Yep. Obviously, yep. you know where season change and, and they have internal clock and yep. s- they respond when you cut the branch. There's some response there. Yeah. Some trees uh, warn neighborhood trees about like pesticides or like that. Right. So there's something going on. Right. 
but I, I, I guess we, to talk about like what to, what it means to humans, right? I think because otherwise we, we don't really know what the life is. But it's it's a consciousness. It's the it's consciousness and information that really dies. The only thing that really dies because even if your body dis- decomposes, right? Mm-hmm. Like the cells are just become food, and bacteria eats it, and mm-hmm. and it's just like. A cell, it's is it life, it's it just components. What do you mean information? Information, whatever was stored in your brain. That's the the, the mm. only the, the thing that dies when you die, when a human being let's let's just stick to human beings, right? Mm-hmm. When a human being dies, like water really dies. Like you your cells your cells mm. die all when you are alive. You really recycle your Everybody recycles their bodies like every seven years. Mm-hmm. Every single cell in you is new. Mm-hmm. So you shed it out. You shed yourself out every seven years. Awesome. <laughs> Mind blown. <laughs> but I think actually the, I think the brain cells don't. But whatever. You know, the cells in you die all the time. Mm-hmm. And then when you die, all of them die at the same time, right? So, it, But again, this is not really the death. The death is the only thing that dies. It's end. It's consciousness. Mm-hmm. And or another name for it, information. There was some kind of information stored stored in your brain mm-hmm. that it's no longer stored. Uh, uh, you know, it's became care. Whatever information there was, mm-hmm. information about how to move your body. And it's gone. The, it's, your lyrics to your songs, it, you know, whatever you had in your brain. Yeah. It's, it's gone. Yeah. So that, I think that's the only thing I can think of of what actually dies. Okay. Because life, in a way, goes on differently. Mm-hmm. It's not, you know, Jeff Wojtek, it's a bacteria and then somebody else, you know, something grows on us and then somebody eats it and we become part of somebody else or whatever, right? But It's the circle of life. Yeah. The Lion King. When I think about death, head. I can't, we're at, in our obsession with it, what I keep thinking about is death is the easy one. I want to know what happened before you were born. Okay. We are so afraid of death, mm-hmm. but we don't think about like you came from nothing and you're going from nothing. It's, it's almost like a fish that, or a dolphin or something jumps up for a breath of air, you know, air. Mm-hmm. And you go up and then you go right back in. That's kind of life. It's kind of like a dip into a consciousness in a way. A, a yeah. consciousness is born, yeah. exists, and then falls down into nothingness again. Yeah. Well, we're getting into it real quick here. When people, you know, if you ask me what happens when you die, which is a pretty basic question. Yeah. Uh, you know, you're gone. You know, you're gone. And I mean, over half the world doesn't believe that, right? I mean, over half the people believe in, in an afterlife, right? Well, um, I would say most people. Yeah, probably way higher than half. Yeah. But like the, when people, you, you know, would come back at me and say, well, what do you think happens when you die? It's like, well, it's what happened before you were born, right? You just weren't there, you know? So why do you think that that can't happen when you die? In fact, it makes the most sense to me that that's exactly what happens. Right. So I think, I think that the two are very similar and I like how you're like shedding a light and like focus on 
how rarely people ask about, well, what happened before you were born? Right. Um, I think they're the exact same thing. They, when you introduce things like soul, right. And it's ether, yeah. eternal. And so they must've been existed before you were there. Right. And, and yeah, I thought that was the text you were going to send me. You, you text me once a while back, like, do we have a soul too? Right. Yeah. Yeah. Because I think about those things, I, you know, like, yeah, everybody does. And, but I was, you know, as an advance, I was kind of, uh, testing you, I guess. I don't know what I was thinking then. Do you remember what I said? No. Yeah. Maybe I, w- I was hoping you will say yes and then we can argue again. Yeah. I, I don't know. That's the thing. <laughs> I was thinking for this podcast, like it'd be a lot more, it might be more interesting if we had one person that disagreed with us. Cause I was pretty sure that you thought nothing happened after we die. And you know, you don't necessarily believe in a soul. It sounds like I didn't, yeah. I didn't know the answer to that. Yeah. That's true. You don't yeah. In a soul. I don't, but it's, interesting even look at myself how much you want to something to be there like how much we want afterlife it's we want it so much though we want it so much that people will when do shit to be famous to be not forgotten right you know you're gonna die but you you want to be famous you want to be right you people you know doing ha- great things they want to be great king and con- conquer shit yeah so they will never be forgotten. So I they know. have a statue of there. I know. So I do. I I really, really do. Yeah. And when when now when you're talking about it like that, it sounds like the stupidest thing ever. We're doing this podcast knowing that it's going to be recorded digital, and some researcher thousand years from now might listen to it. Yes, that's what's going to happen. You know. Yeah. I mean, it's it's we even if you don't believe in soul, you still so much. You know, you want to right not be true. <laughs> Yeah, you want to last forever. That's just the hard wiring in in, in being a living thing, well, I think. You said survival. I think also what, what really wants to survive is the information, the ego. That is the part of us that wants to live on. The only part that wants to live on. Because again, your body is a system that just goes on and dies and lives. It's it's natural process, but... Mm-hmm. It's, uh, I wonder why. And I wonder, that's another thing. Like if do monkeys and dogs, do they think about that stuff at all? Or any concepts? I don't think so. So why the fuck are we cursed with this stuff? I don't know. I've had some, I have some serious issues with, with the whole system here. Yeah. It's a cruel joke. That's what it seems like. (laughs) <laughs> yeah, there's a couple of things about, I mean, life is absolutely amazing, but there's some really fucked up things about it. And I, you know, it just seems like if you were to create something this special and unique and mind blowing, like why throw in <laughs> some of this other stuff? Like, for example, like you have to literally eat something else that's alive so that you can stay alive. Yeah, that's another thing, it's right? It's fucked up. The definition of life is you have to it's kill. Fucked. You have to take energy from something else so that you can just stick around. But that's a different topic. But yeah, and then and then more to the point, why Yeah, why why are we wired to 
feared death our entire lives. When it's coming, and when you're dead, you know you don't. You're not going to worry about it. We act. <laughs> you just spend your whole life worrying about but it. But we also act like it's not coming, right? People accumulate wealth till they're very old, and to do what? To have a a pretty casket? You know, like what exactly you're gonna do with with yeah. the the millions you you uh, you know it's if you know. if you were a rational person you would spend all of it or whatever and basically come as close to zero yeah. you, as possible right yeah but people never stop and they just accumulate more I guess for your kids and stuff but but at some point <laughs> right um, but the same with like the fame and stuff it's 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 just um it makes all of it makes sense to me if you if I think about this like everything else it's not you and I it's about the species and we are I think slowly getting there that we going to people are gonna stop dying we are kind of gonna defeat the the, the grim ripper eventually and everything will be upside down from but i think you know if just think about it if you don't have to die how many things go away yeah and for people that haven't listened the to anxious, the ang- to anxiety our, goes away are any of our other podcasts just catch them up real quickly on why you think people aren't going to die in the next couple generations. Well, not going to die. Yeah. Because yeah. you're saying death is going to go away, yeah. which we've had this talk before. Yeah. So what? why do you think death is going to go away? It's briefly? just trajectory. I mean, it's because you, you've said before, because we can, because we'll have technology that can like, uh, diagnose diseases yeah. earlier in your body. And then we could like print organs, right? Yeah. We can print body parts, fix it. The aging process is uh, actually an enzyme that kicks in at some point. We're going to figure out, a, a, take a tablet to stop it. There are organisms that live forever. There's some, like slime, some slag or something that, that they, something in they see that lives forever. They never die unless they get eaten. But, you know, All, but also technology, I am big believer that we eventually, you know, going to upload ourselves it's the consciousness mm-hmm. and information. Mm-hmm. That's what it's alive. Mm-hmm. Gotcha. Th- does, I so don't see a, a restraint that information has to be held in meat. I'm fine with information being held in silicon, which we already do. Mm-hmm. We're recording this to silicon. It's an information, right? Mm-hmm. So our brains will be more silicon. You're going to have chips in. You're going to download every night. You're going to have a backup of you. If your body dies, you're just going to print 3D print yourself a new one. If you need a body, mm-hmm. I mean, I don't want a body. I want a body of like transformer, be a fucking jet today and tomorrow I'm a car or submarine or, or a spaceship. <laughs> I mean, if consciousness is the only thing alive. Yeah. But that's a really cool thought. The, the thing that deaths, you know, coming back to today, there is the sense of urgency, right? It's the sense, a lot of, uh, Uh, things will go away once death goes away. Like, for example, 
we have now we have lives are so short, right? You have to grow up, you have to go to school, you have to career, you have to, it's, it's mm-hmm. all of those things. Mm-hmm. Imagine if you have all the time in the world to make a career, like even stuff like loans, like so many things are like unnecessary. Well, money would go away, right? Unnecessary. And, and like, if you don't have to, you know, some people would say that if we don't die, we're going to become so lazy and we'll die because we don't do, you know, there is no progress, but. No, that's not how, that's not how humans work. But we're busy bodies, man. Yeah. I mean, there's so much to explore, right? It's so much to do that. Yeah. But just imagine if you didn't have to, you know, hurry to do anything. What if we could, if ever, there's an example, if we could, if we did live forever, we can argue about Black Lives Matters for two, three years straight till we. <laughs> that sounds really fun. But for you know what I mean? Like elections, right? They're so quickly one day, it, this election cycle, you get bombarded, you know, it's all about because we all. All this stuff happens because we're all going to die and we need election now and we need, you know, it's, it's all this stuff. Mm-hmm. If we knew we don't, we have time, then we can take a year to talk about issues, right? We can mm-hmm. have true democracy. We can literally, everybody gets a voice. We have the time. There's no hurry to do this. Yeah, I see your point. That is certainly not what I, the first thing I would choose to yeah, do. But like... <laughs> <laughs> when you think about point. what yeah. how life would look like without death, yeah, I cannot comprehend. I'm just kind of right. You know, the idea, few ideas came in mind, but it is going to be so different. Like stuff with kids. Are we going to have kids? Imagine now, you know, your life and your kids' life. You you get twenty years together, right, or whatever. But three centuries with your kids, and they are grown up. They're they've been grown grown up for 95% of your life. So they basically, you know what I mean? As a parent, we always like 50% higher than them, right? On the, yeah, on the life. I think the, I think like the novelty or the, what, what we think is so magical about having kids in this form and with death yeah. is, is, magical because of our current situation but yeah if you're just going to live forever and you're just this you just information in a in a chip right that can be put into different forms or whatever like you were saying i mean think about and you knew that if you like made a kid in quotation marks like they were just gonna join the stream and be with you the whole time too i don't know what's so special about that it's 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 the, instead of a kid it's almost just like a neighbor or a clone and, yeah and i mean if you're so maybe yeah. maybe you take your information and mix it with somebody else's information right and that's what's special about it that's the marriage of the future yeah, like, i mean that's like that's the the creation of something new yeah, yeah you know yeah. but um yeah, I don't. If it's just gonna not die, and you don't need to nurture it all, if it's just you just hit return on the keyboard or however you do it, and all of a sudden it exists and the information swapped, and it's gonna live forever. It's not nearly as special as banging and then <laughs> and then going through pregnancy and the birth and raising a child, right? Yeah. I mean, that's where all that stuff. That's where the memories and we get all goo gaga, and it's a big part of life right it's 
it is life yeah. keeping going for us in this state. So uh, I wonder if I'm going to re- rewind a little bit back to the days, you know, consciousness, I think is just a, an accident, happy accident of life. Mm-hmm. In a way, it's like an emergent, I, th- I think I've said it before, like uh, if you shoot your gun fast enough, eventually it will leave the orbit, right? Even if you didn't mean to. <laughs> okay. If you shoot... You should put that on a bumper sticker. If you shoot... Just think about it, right? You shoot a gun. If you shoot it with, with you know enough energy, it will leave the orbit. It will become a spaceship. I think the same happened with life. If you make life more and more complicated, eventually something will happen that you your intention wasn't there. Because mm. our consciousness... I think I get the analogy now. Consciousness and what we, you know, the, our thinking, it's none of that is necessary for survival of this species. Dogs? No, no. it's not. Yeah. You're right, right. It, it is just, just a emerge. Yeah. It's I just, I yeah. think it just right. happy accident, uh, right. happy or unhappy accident that happened. Yeah, I agree. But there's only one direction we can take that accident is to, you know, defeat death. Maybe the ultimate purpose of life is we are just this stage of a butterfly. We're still just a larva and the larva life sucks because it needs to short lives and die and then mm-hmm. crapple. But once, once we become the butterfly, then we are fucking butterflies. That's the, the, the goal of life. It's to. And I'm thinking, well, now, now I want to be, I want to be one of the people that gets to, to live forever. And I'm a little bit mad that yeah. I'm I'm here now. Yeah. Um. And I I'm sure people are working on this, but is it is there? And nobody's figured out a way to store my information so that somebody can just boot me up later. Well, they're already doing that. Those people that free, freeze themselves. Is it Facebook? Is that what it is? No, the people <laughs> that freeze themselves. You've you've seen that, right? You've heard about that. No. What do they freeze? They freeze their brains. You can pay somebody to freeze you. On the moment of your death, they freeze your body and their storage is, you pay them money to store your body and bring you back when they have medicine, when the technology is advanced enough. What's it called? Oh, you didn't know about that? I mean, I've like yeah, yeah, heard I, about it, you know, I, but I, 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 no, I haven't really looked into it. It escapes my name, but I am, I've heard about it years ago. Freezeme.com? Probably. I'm sure. I mean, I haven't looked at it in a while, but there are services that store. I think at this point, I think they only sold brains because we don't need anything else. But like, it's right. As you, as you die, the very first, you know, they, okay, he's dead. I wonder how much money it costs. You and I can't, because it has to be like in storage for, you know, they have to, they, the companies guarantee thousands yeah. of years of storage and, so that's how they're already doing it. I want to see a video of that place. I'm sure there's a yeah. video of yeah, it yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah. That's cool. Um, they, I want to do it. Some people said. See, I want to live forever. This is exactly what we're just talking about. Some people say that people born today will not die. Yeah. Some people like you. Yeah. I've heard it from <laughs> podcasts and then. Yeah. I thought you were crazy when you first brought that up, but you've, you've kind of convinced me that it's possible in the future. I don't, I can't see it happening. 
but then I've told you that and you kind of, you kind of convinced me that maybe yeah. it could. It's impossible but. to say when, right? But yeah, if you kind it's, of, it's fucking crazy to think, I mean, I had a, I, my son is turning two yeah. in a month. I mean, that's in that timeline, right? It'd be, it, it'd be pretty crazy to look at Dean and see like, Oh, you're going to be around forever. If it's, I, I only have to do this. My, for my, for mental exercise is, if I go back to 1980 when I was alive right, and right. already, you know, a young adult and somebody told me that I will have enough every power inf- in your pocket information of <laughs> he's waving his phone. I'm right waving right my phone. That was on a spaceship that went to the moon. Yeah. Yeah. I would say no way, no way. Right. And right. now when I tell you, you know, we'll have technology to keep us alive forever. What's the reaction? No way. Right. But fast forward 70 years and yeah. it's, <laughs> it's normal yeah not only normal it's expected and and you know it's it's just so that's that's all i have to mental exercise i have to do i don't know if it's 70 years or 50 or there's gonna be a person that is the last person to die of natural causes of natural causes because i was yeah and you don't there's still gonna be i guess does this answer the question i was chatting with the wife about this what what we're going to talk about earlier and saying that you, this theory of yours, that you don't you think that death is going to go away. Yeah. And she was like, but what about accidents? And what about gun violence? And what about all that stuff? Um, but if your consciousness is backed up, then... I think it's going to be two steps. Like, first step is going to be nobody's dying with a disease. Yeah, natural causes. Because we can yeah. fix you. Yeah. And then the next step, technology will be, well, we can back you up. Yeah, there you go. So it's going to be, first, it's going to be like... People will live to 300 years. Yeah. Then 500. And then eventually, all right, at that point, we'll figure out the backup, backup system. Yeah. And, and then and then you're literally, when you're sleeping, it saves you. And if you die in an accident, they 3D print you again and you just, and they say somebody comes in. It's like Groundhog's Day. Yeah. And I mean, here, you could just go, like, go drive your, cl- your truck off a cliff too. Yeah, experience, you can experience death. all those things. Yeah. Just, oh, it's a good movie. I mean, imagine like I mean, not let's go skydiving without parachutes today, and it's our weekend. You know, like or you back check the backups. Okay, I mean the live like the, yeah. So the, the hey, way, bro, you want to go skydiving? Yeah. Where's the parachute? <laughs> parachute? We don't parachute. need a parachute. <laughs> What's so fun about that? Yeah. Yeah. You got to hit the ground, man. Yeah. <laughs> and, and then have somebody take pictures and show us next morning when we are, Ew. when you're backed up, when you come oh, back. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's crazy, dude. You blow my mind. It, it will, life will be so much different than you and I just basically cannot imagine. Just like a caveman cannot imagine today's life. I hope, I have hopes that it will be a, you know, a, we will not worry about the small shit because we'll have the time to figure it out and life might be uh, better, but I don't know. I mean, I hope for that, but <laughs> knowing our history, we'll find a way to abuse each other. That's somehow. the thing is that we've <laughs> never gotten there, right? The wheel just keeps spinning, but. Um... Another, another thing that, okay, sorry. you, you No, were. no, no, I was done. Another thing that will be dead when we figured out it's it's religion you know religion will be probably at some point we will die 
Because when you are God, well, well, what about, why do, you don't need to believe in God when you are God. Yeah, but what about asking about where we came from in the first place? That's always going to be a thing. Yeah, but then we're going to make mini worlds like we think about video games right now, right? They're literally digital worlds. Right. The technology be good enough that we'll make our own worlds that will have people in it that think. But there's still the real one, right? There's still the one that all those video games got created in. The only thing that... If we figure out who our God is, that's just kicking the can one one step forward. Who made God? Getting the answer who God is, who made us, gives us shit. Because the very next question you ask, like, okay, who made God? There is no like question. It's it's irrelevant to ask. <laughs> You're so right. Because you're yeah. kicking it, that just yeah. to the next next kick, and they're yeah. like, okay, fine. Uh, aliens show up tomorrow and say, "We made you," and they have proof. Like, hey, look, yeah. here's yeah. a picture of me okay, with well, Abraham. Who made you? <laughs> yeah, <laughs> right, yeah, and yeah. whatever. Here's me and Jesus. Yeah, and like, all right, fine. Where you came from? And then it's like, oh, we have a God. His name is Beejus. You know, whatever. You know, it's <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so Good point. The, not really worth asking. Really, because it's just maybe at some point it will be figured out. Maybe there is a beginning, the Big Bang or something. Or, I mean, just because like who made you? But then again, there's a problem with Big Bang. Like what made Big Bang? Right? Like it's there's still. Yeah, I don't know. Uh, I don't think it's. We, by the way, the Big Bang. What the fuck? Isn't the theory there that like every atom in the universe was came sucked into one like spot and then it exploded? Yeah. Well, I don't know what happens. <laughs> what the, fuck? the the thing when I think about Big Bang is we don't know it is a just wild guess. Yeah. Every theory that we have proven has boring names like uh it's got somebody's name to it. No, like uh, Ohm's law. Bernoulli's principle. Yeah. Ohm's law, we figured out. We know Ohm's law. Yeah. Everything that we have absolutely no idea has a cool name. Big Bang, Black Matter, Antimatter. Yeah, yeah. You know, light years. All of, (laughs) like, if if it has- Black holes. If it has a cool name- what we it really what means, like we, we know shit about it. We, <laughs> that we we made some math. Yeah. That oh yeah okay it uh, it's but it's just the measuring stick we have now, right? Newtonian's physics where proved everything till we proved that oh well if you go fast enough all of that goes away, right? So for now we 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 know we can go that fast, but what if we same as Newtonian we can we're gonna go. Mm. So eventually black holes will be like jerfs points you know or something you know yeah 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 i hope so <laughs> it's gonna be boring you know yeah <laughs> it's yeah. gonna be, have a boring name some dude's gonna have a name on it it's like all right <laughs> but i'll live on in infamy <laughs> <laughs> okay let's rewind this back to today and today we have death right mm-hmm. and i want to talk about how to deal with that and how to, ins- I think 
death might be the greatest gift, which is 180 what we just talked about. Where are we talking about death is going away? Yeah. But when I look at that, like when you think about living forever, at some point it becomes a torture because everything forever is a torture. Having sex for, I don't know, 15 seconds for you? Yeah, shorter. (laughs) (laughs) For a few minutes, for an hour, it's fun. Having sex for three days straight, probably torture. Yeah. You know, like there's at some point. Oh yeah. No, it sounds awful. At some point, forever forever is a long time, right? Right, right. So it the but absence of death has its own problems, I guess. Because at some point you're gonna do everything. You're gonna jump from every imaginable way. You're gonna die any imaginable way to get yourself back. Yeah, maybe what I'll sign up for is like the every five hundred years program. You know, every reboot me every five hundred years. So you I come on, you you know, for a hundred years, and then and then take me out for another five hundred years and come back. But that's that also equals infinity at some point. Half of it infinity does, is infinity. This is where we're going to get in, into a good argument here. I, I, I don't, I don't see a problem with with living forever. I, that doesn't sound terrible to me. Because and you, I don't, you I don't, can't I, imagine it. But I, just, but you apparently can, and you think it's terrible. So why can't I imagine it? Forever, it's the key. You have Sounds great. You have written every song you can think of, and now. After, I don't think that'd be true. No, that's what infinity means. Forever means forever. It means at some point you've written every single possible combination of sounds and you are torturing I'd, yourself. I would be doing something else. At some point you run out of things else's because it's forever. I don't, well, then Definition, no, nothing would exist. Uh, you know what it, I mean? Or there'd always be something to stick your nose into and, and, look at no if you have infinite time to do things you will do everything and you'll get bored to death well, <laughs> pardon the pun but <laughs> yeah i mean i get it i get it you're talking about like the infinite infinite infinity right and i mean that's yeah. you don't need to do that that's literally what infinity is but yeah i mean something's something's got to happen to the whole thing right or i don't know so but as long as this whole thing's happening, I I wouldn't mind keeping an eye on it. Well, maybe reincarnation comes in there. Maybe that's what, the, what reincarnation is. People get there is actually we do live forever. Reincarnation and, and, is bullshit, and people. Well, it's but, just another take of the dying. It's, it's what so happens. Dumb. Yes, it is. But but what I'm saying <laughs> is maybe that's what you do when you live forever. You say, you know what? Erase me. Erase my memory. Put me right back in. I want a new start. No, but I know, but that's not as fun as keeping your memory a little bit. You know what I mean? It's way not as fun. Because if you're not aware of the fact that you've been here before, then. Yeah. But if you've done it for so long, then maybe that's what you want. You want a fresh start. But that's not what happens to us. You you, you get that, right? I don't know. Maybe. Because we haven't been doing it for so long. If I erase my memory to come back, I wouldn't tell myself that I did that. So I would think that. I know, but that's only like after one lifetime, right? Because nobody around here knows more than one lifetime yeah you know so i i think it'd be fun to go gosh a whole 25 lifetimes every 500 years or something like that and then if you want to totally reboot me maybe but i know i'm not even gonna go with that i'm i'm happy 
I'm happy going thousands and thousands of lifetimes. I think what that would happen eventually, people would say at some point, like, well, okay, turn me off. I've, I've, had, a, I've had enough. You know, just like, yeah. I, I know enough. I just put me in cold storage till you find something new to do. Or, you know, like maybe like you said, turn me five years. Yeah. Check back in. Anything yeah. new? Uh, no, okay. But it's, you know, you, I guess. But there will be something new. It's always changing, right? That's something that's consistent here. Well, it will be a good problem to have, right? Other than that, that terminal death, you can say, ah, uh, just turn me off for it. Yeah. But then again, if you turn yourself off, you don't get no rest. You literally wake up, the set. The, you never, you know, you were never off. It's like Austin Powers when he has to pee. For, they wake him up from the cryogenic freeze and he just has to he just pees for like... I don't remember that. <laughs> he pees for a oh, good, good eight minutes. <laughs> he eventually puts his hand on the wall. It's like, oh God. Yeah. But if you turn yourself off and you're not thinking, right? The moment you'd wake up, zero time passed for you. So even turning yourself off for 500 years, it's not really turning yourself off. Well, they got to work in some, some, you know, altered thing that gives you the experience of going to sleep and maybe having some dreams or something. I want you to write a song about that. Yeah. Yeah. I used to, I wrote a song, a cool song about, about death one time called ghosts a long time ago. Mm. It's one of my favorites. It's really, really fucking weird. It's, it's really maybe, weird. maybe the being that made you came, you know, touched you and gave you those words. Maybe it's just the, the truth maybe I do like the idea of, of the muse. Yeah. The, okay. Back to death. So we live in a world that death exists, right? Um, we most certainly do. Most certainly do. At least no one gets out alive. And it's causing us a lot of stress. You know, people obsess about it. I have, uh, I have found that rejoicing with death is the way to go. Maybe I worded it wrong. Uh, embracing death, I think that's the better word, is, is almost the key of happiness. Uh, instead of worrying about death, embrace it that you will die mm -hmm. and you can, I wake up every morning and uh, I think about that. I can die today. My wife can die today. My kids can die today. What it prompts is, and you, I fail every day, right? But at least it prompts and primes me like, let's have a good day. Mm -hmm. And, mm -hmm. and um, I call it a smile and a dance. Is that what you call it? And if, if, if smile and a dance, if I smile today and I danced today, it was a good day. I've never seen you dance in your entire life. When are you, when's all this dancing I dance every happening? day. Where? In my room alone. You know, there's uh, popping some good music and. A smile and a dance. Smile and dance. A laugh, a good laugh and a smile. And the day was not wasted. I think it's the thing about death is that's the, really cute. The tragedy of death is that we march towards it with wasted days. 
we waste time being yeah. miserable. Like yeah. you, you really have hundred steps and every step you cut, you stab your leg. So the step is painful. Right. Right. <laughs> right. If I have a little dance, if I dance today and I sm- smile, had a good laugh, what, you know, death, welcome it. It can come to, it can come to me tomorrow. <laughs> I've done, I've done, you know, I've lived. Yeah. And I, it's that simple. I mean, just, uh, you know, being blessed that I can actually still move my body. You know, you don't have to like freaking do break dance, but just, you know, music, move your hands or, you know, whatever, do yeah. air percussion or something, but also, you know, also just find a reason to smile. Yeah. That's, and, I mean, it's really beautiful. Uh, and it's, but it comes from death. It doesn't come from mm-hmm. happy feelings. You know, let's, you know, like, you know, how, how the, you know, let's have a, uh, candle happy candles yeah kumbaya uh let's have a you know meditation stone or, or the what the, the the salts or whatever not it comes from none of that bullshit it comes from one thing i'm gonna die mm-hmm. so the the thing that i get hung up with on with that and one thing that i would i want to know more about in your mind is so what about dying young though that's that's what that's what I have a hard time yeah. with. And you said like if I died now I'd be s- the saddest thing. Like I've had a amazing life. I've got to do more than most people ever get to do and I don't want to die tomorrow, but if, if something ha- if ha- something happened to me and I was, you know, facing facing death on a deathbed I, I could look whoever in the eye and be like, I've had a fucking amazing life. Super, super like I've got to do tons of cool thoughts, things, saw, saw cool places, accomplish things like just whatever. But I, the thing I'd be sad about now is not getting to see my kids grow up and not being in their lives when they grow up. So that's just one thing. And then you also said if your kids die tomorrow, they just die and that's not going to bother you. But aren't you sad about like say however it happened, you know, if, I mean, if one of your kids got in a car crash and died and you, you weren't there and you, you live like me, I mean, that that's not no big deal, you know? And, and yes, death is coming to all of us, but it's just, uh, you know, you know, your sons, you know, I know my sons and, and we know what life is like and to have that, to have life robbed from them at so young, that's super sad to me. That's not, that's not no big deal to me. So that's, those are the, that's where I get hung up on. Okay. The sadness part that you're going to miss you if you die today, right? There's always going to be something else. If you old enough and the kids are old enough and they have kids, then you're going to be sad about the grandkids. That's not true. No. Cause that's just life. I mean, I, I feel like, is, I, this- I think that's why, I think that's why, grandkids are so important to grandparents is they, I think it's almost like, okay, I had kids. What do you want from your kids? You just want them to grow up and be able to take care of themselves and be successful. And them having their own children is, is a sign that you you did your job. And I mean, I think there's a lot of peace there and, you know, and, and 
nobody really, I mean, great grandparents do exist, but not for long. Mm-hmm. And I mean, if you're a grandparent, you know, and you're over the age of 70, you know, I mean, that's just how life works. You know, it's your, that's why they call them your golden years. It's, it's, you're in your, the sun is going down, you know, and you can't, you, you know that your whole life. So I think there's peace there, but dying at like 40, when you have kids that are five and two, that's, that's sad. And certainly dying at 12, you know, is, is sad. Yes. I'm not denying any of that. It's sad for us, especially the ones that are left, right? Uh, Yeah. Um, and, and I mean, stuff I'm like gonna, dying be, young or suicide. I'm not going to sad when I'm dead, but yeah. it's, it's, you know, you know, I, I know people that who've, whose parents have died, you know, and they're still, still here and they're fucking sad that their parents aren't there. They, yeah. They, and it, it goes with you for the rest of your life. You know, you make a big accomplishment and here you are at this, like the pinnacle of your life. And like, what's something you're thinking about? You kind of, you're like, I just wish my dad was here to see this, you know, and it's, it's sad. All of that. And I'm not denying the importance of it because it's very important to us, uh, the, our human condition, right? We live in what we live in. And I'm not saying, oh, kid die and you go like, oh, okay, fine, right? I'm not saying any of that. Smile and dance. Yeah, yeah, smile and dance. <laughs> it's a good Actually, day even though my child died. I will probably smile and then dance too. But regardless, those things are all seen from the point of view, tiny ego, not tiny, our egos that clung to this condition, right? Sure. But life, it's bigger than that. It's, it is very important and I want to accomplish everything, but you're going to always want to accomplish more to life in general, to survival of species. And well, well sure, but the, it, the ego is a big part of our personal yeah, experience but here. But once it's gone, all this important stuff, all this information, this feelings and everything else in your head, it's so important to you. The moment you die, re- unrelevant, gone. Well, I know that for the person who's dead. But- so how important was it? You were only alive for 50 years out of thousands of millions of years on earth. It's everything. Yes. It's everything it's for everything. you. Yeah. 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 It is everything for you. Yeah. Right. Yeah. But also not important because when you're dead, it's gone. No, and Solved. I get that for the person who's dead, but. But then the but kids the, are, the okay, people, they're going to moan. Yeah, there's, there's they're going to moan. They're going to have to go through it. And they're gone. In the yeah, but they eye. live their whole lives first, you know, with the sadness. Yes. Just I, because they're going to die at the end doesn't the mean that, that you discredit the sadness that has been brought upon them that didn't necessarily need to be there that what that isn't there for other people who didn't have to experience that sadness but the way to deal with all of that pain and sadness is to realize the only regret let's say right if your kid dies young the regret is gonna be i didn't spend enough time with them because you were chasing something because you were you know whatever right if you embrace death that they can die tomorrow then you're going to spend with them t- the time with them today. And if they die tomorrow, you spend the time. You did everything you needed to do. That's yeah, why. I think that's it. And so, and this is how I, this is my story about that. I, I realized, I realized whatever, five years into having my cat that I, I, 
I love this thing as much as I love anything in yeah. the world. Yeah. My wife, my kids. Yeah. This cat has been with me through before all that. He's and he's still here, right? But if things go right, he's gonna die while I'm still alive. Yeah. And that's gonna be the hardest thing. It was something that was just incredibly, you know, I didn't know how to deal with it, but how I've dealt with it is I love the shit out of him every fucking day. Right. You just smile and dance every day. Well, I pet and, and yeah. Yeah. Make the connection, make the, yeah. yeah, I don't like, I don't like clock in on a calendar, you know, just put the time we're together, you know? Uh, Yeah. And even though it keeps me awake sometimes, you know, I cuddle, I let him sleep in my bed, you know, and, and all that stuff. So, and yeah, when, when he's dying and, you know, I'm going to be at the vet or whatever. And they're going to like literally inject him to die or something to do that. That's the only thing that brings me peace. I know it. I know in my, I can look myself in the mirror. I have loved the shit out of that cat every single day. So to your point, yeah, that's the only way, that's the only way to do it. And it doesn't necessarily make it, you know, it doesn't make it a little bit less sad. It makes it less sad, but it's still sad. My dog died. Uh, this earlier January, right? Yeah. And I was away. I was out in the sea and the dog oh, died. Oh, and, that sucks. That's and, my worst fear. And it's just devastated me. Yeah. Right? I mean, my wife called me in the morning or emailed me in the morning, you know, Simon died. And I just, I was like flabbergasted. I mean, I couldn't. Jesus, she told you in an email? I don't know. I think she called me. I don't okay. remember. I mean, I was out in the sea. I mean, there's no communications. I got you. Whatever. Um, yeah, I think she emailed me. That's the only way we can communicate. Yeah, yeah. I'm just bad job. And I was like done for the day. Yeah. I couldn't concentrate. I just sat there and just just mourned him, right? Yeah. And, and I told the like, guys, I can't do. I, I can't. Uh, my dog died. I I loved it. Yeah. Loved him in and you know I'm just not good today. And I took the day to just reminiscence the time mm-hmm. and. Woke up the next day and went to work, right? It's kind of what you what we really miss. Like I we, we talk about Simon, we talked about Simon today, you know, with wife, because she obviously it's also, you know, we miss that thing, right? Yeah. It was just the awesomeness yeah. dog. And like you said, slept in my bed, wake me up all the time because he picks the best spot. Yeah. <laughs> you know, it's all of that, right? But yeah. love the thing. Yeah. But what you what I re- what I realized, what I really miss is the my side of the relationship. I'm happy for Simon. He's done. He's not suffering from any pains. What I mo- what I, but the sadness is it's my side of the connection. That's the, the thing I'm sad at because I'm I'm missing things he was giving me, right? He's in a good place. So if I That's think debatable. What do you mean debatable? <laughs> You're saying being dead is better than being alive. Yeah. Well, I don't necessarily don't agree with that. That's kind of crazy. If we don't have to talk about, argue about that, but the one thing you have to give me, he feels no pain. He is not in pain. He's not in any kind of discomfort. Well, he's gone, but <laughs> the information is gone, <laughs> but there is no suffering. There's no suffering there. Yeah. And uh, what yeah. I, what I mean, I'm the sad- age old, like that's, I feel like that's something that people that are alive tell themselves about 
people or about things that are dead. Well, they're not suffering anymore. Well, well they're, yeah, gone. they're not They're but they're also, they don't exist. Yeah. Yeah. Well, well, there's some things, but why? So what the, our logic cannot comprehend, like, why are you sad? Like, why are you sad that the dog is dead or, or, or somebody you love died? You asking me? Yeah, just in well, general. I mean, something that I thought was really interesting that you were talking about is that you were getting into how you miss your side of the relationship, yeah. right? But and I was wondering if that's if that's true for me and if that's just if that's all I'm going to miss. But I mean, there's kind of no other way for it to be because uh, you know I was wondering it like, well, I I like giving Batman love and making him feel good, but again, that's. That's me. Again, it comes that's, back, that's right back again, to right? you. You're feeling like, like then, then there's what is the other? There's no other way to For really. For all you know, the cat hates you. <laughs> For all you don't know, that's not true. You don't. How how do you can know that? Well, because he thinks he's being slave. You you his uh, master. He's no, being come a slave. On you don't know what the cat feels. I don't. But I'm. I mean, I don't speak cat. Sure, but in every communicable way we're we're buddies what they if, love me what if he dreams about being in savannah and you know being a, a lion like that that's what he you know whatever the tiger well he does but and then I'm, he wakes up I'm like running fuck. next to him like with my shirt off no, and like a he's hunting Rambo you thing around my in his dreams he's hunting you for food <laughs> no, he could do that in his real life <laughs> that's what <laughs> they do I'm sleeping <laughs> no no man okay what I think is our human. Don't you hold on real quick? Because yeah. that's a really good question. Don't you know, looking at a woman or whatever uh, you're attracted to, Rose, without cut this thing off, cut this segment off when he says good question. Probably it's shitty. <laughs> no. <laughs> so when you're when when you're looking at the woman or the partner that you love, yeah, nothing needs to be said. You're just looking at them, yeah. you know? So that's what I, that's what happens with me and my cat. Okay. Let alone the, the, the how he comes to me and wants to be with me and sits on my lap and money penny headbutts me. And I mean, there's fuck it's, it's love, dude. Just cause I don't speak cat. I don't, I'm not going to let you get away with that. All right, one. fine. Don't cut the, it, Rose. The, That's all I have to say about that one. I just want an argument, by the way. No, with no, you didn't. But I'll, I'll let you. I'll. <sighs> okay. <laughs> what human beings are, what our egos, what the constructs in our minds are, it's not just what's the, the meat inside of me. We make l- meaning of our lives. A, a lot of what makes me is yeah. outside of me. It's my relationships to people close to me, to ideas. Yep. And that's what don't we don't realize that that me, it's not just what's between the ears. And when somebody dies, mm-hmm. you literally think like a string between mm-hmm. you and I, right? You mm-hmm. and I have a relationship. Mm-hmm. So it gets severed. So me, it's it's the body, but also the string that I have bet- and if you die, yeah, the string just slapped. And now yeah. this is my sadness because yeah, I'm used it. to that string that I could communicate. Send things back and forth. Absolutely. And when if you're dead, I miss that. Absolutely. Part of me is Absolutely. missing. Yeah, that's a good. So that's way why to say we. It. That's why we are sad when somebody dies. Yeah. But you are in a good place. 
you're, you're done. You're, you, you, have no, you, don't, you don't have hmm. that problem. So I should be pure logically, right? I should be like, oh, Jeff is gone. We had a great time and move, move on, right? Now, as human beings, we don't work that way, right? We're not, I'm not going to say here, you know, we have to be a robot. I'm not saying that. I mean, I, I'm just saying that to deal with grief, you can, because you need time, because after a while, time will heal you. Will you make that speech? Time, speech at my, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, time heals that. When you, when you snap that string between us, think about it as a, a lily a limp, right? There's a wound there. What time's that? Time heals wounds, right? Eventually yeah. that wound will be healed and now that I can deal with it. Mm-hmm. Giving, talking, thinking about like, the, you know, the other side is not suffering helps to heal that wound faster. And if you think about the death every day, like I can be wounded today, but it's going to be okay. Then dealing with when, the, when it happens, dealing with it is going to be easier because you've prepared yourself almost like training for death in a way. Like you train for anything else, right? You train, if you want to be an athlete, you train. If you want to be a musician, you train. You, you don't just pick up a guitar and play. It's, so I think training for death mm-hmm. every day prepares you for it. If it's yours yeah. or somebody else's. And I it mean- It seems like a, it, I, you're not wrong. It just seems, it seems like a gimmick in a, in a pretty like weighted situation though. Like for Simon, right? For the, for I just lost the dog. I just, you know, I remember him, right? Especially with like, if I go and I, oh, he always slept in the door and I would come in late and I would sometimes kick him because I would forget, but most yeah. of the time. So when I walk for the door to this day, yeah, I, I go big step because Simon is laying there. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember him and, and uh, there's no sadness. It's, it's like, I, I recognize that the sadness that appears in me, is that what I'm missing? Yeah, and and he's not suffering, so that's fine. It, I can yeah. turn it into a fond memory. Mm-hmm. The, the the memory of me stepping over him, like oh, this was fun, mm-hmm. or it was like you know love or whatever, or whatever time he came in and and slept in my face mm-hmm. with his butt, right? Whatever, right? It's just it doesn't have to be sadness. Uh, a lot of people not prepared for death, somebody dies and their, their life is devastated. Mm-hmm. And I think you're wasting your life because of it. I mean, million movies were made, right? Somebody dies and they, their life, whatever. But it's also a story of our lives that somebody dies and now people feel like I can't be like Batman, right? The kid and his whole life is about his parents mm. dying, right, right? Right, What I'm saying is if you realize that you what you're missing is that the, the connection gets served, you don't have to somebody's death or it doesn't have to rule you. You can move on and it's okay. Yeah. He, for somebody that didn't follow your advice though, Bruce Wayne did, I mean, he became Batman. That's pretty cool. Oh, well, yeah. I, maybe I was a bad example, but also what I'm saying is if you think about this before it happens, it also works backwards in a way. Like let's not waste the time we have today. Right. Amen. And and it changes the way you act to anybody because you might not see them tomorrow. I mean, I'm old enough that people I work with, you know, die. Electrician on the boat, I talked to him last month, nothing happened. We were just chatting and 
You know, we get an email. Yeah. Steve is dead. Yeah. You know, so more and more of that happened. And, and it's yeah. just like, and imagine if I like. It's starting to happen in my life too. And imagine if I, last time I saw him, right, I just like was an asshole to him or yeah. talked shit about him or, or did something, you know, bad. Right, right. So thinking about death every day, yours, your close ones, and everybody you see helps you not to be a dick. Yeah, yeah. And, and But thinking about death is the, the true, the only place you can start to be actually genuine about that. Mm-hmm. Because if you start being good, about oh it makes me you know feel good or I want to look like that it's it's you're feeding the wrong thing you're feeding your own ego but if you say I'm gonna die you're gonna die my kids are gonna die you know I don't know when but they will or anybody that's that's my point you gotta embrace it yeah uh, the second thing you said about the when your kids are dying like why I think that is just because that sucks, right? That's fucking Kids sad. dying, you yeah. know, infants dying. Especially oh. like, yeah, yeah. Oh, I just, I just thought about something when I was driving. Ukraine. Yeah. Talking about death. Think of all of those Russian soldiers that are so brainwashed. I understand the Ukrainians; they're defending their country, right? Mm-hmm. They're dying, but. Is that- Think about the soldiers of the Russian. Like, think about your teenage kid so brainwashed that they will go die for nothing, for some asshole's fucking ambition because he wants to have fame and wants to be remembered, right? His life is worth thousands of deaths. I mean, from I, I follow it a little bit, obviously. I don't know the facts, but looks like Ukrainians are starting to kick them back, right? Hmm. And it looks like they're with the, you know, Europe is helping them, US is helping them. I mean, yeah, it's, again, the it's, Ukrainian, it sucks, right? To be Ukrainian yeah. side, but how meaningless are the deaths on the Russian side? Like, right, yeah. Poor, poor 18 year olds are brainwashed into fucking nothing to go there and die on somebody else's soil. Yeah. Defending yourself, that's different, yeah, right? Yeah, that's a little that's bit like, like, like noble. Makes, yeah. Noble. Like, I'm, yeah. you come to my Digging place and, right. and threaten my family, of course I'm going to be willing to die for it, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But like you go to your neighbors and die just because you won't, you don't have enough. You know, Russia is the biggest country in the world. They have everything they need. Yeah. They don't need Ukraine. Terrible. Right? Yeah. But there are kids dying there. And, and it's... Yeah, it's it's amazing how we like it's the biggest thing, but we also just give lives away. We just death is as long as it's not yours. Like as much as it means a lot to for your loved ones, it's funny how little it means to Putin to send his own eighteen year olds, you know, eighteen year old that could be in college right now and might be the next guy that figure out the black hole. Now he's dead in a ditch. Yeah. Right? Yeah. It's it's funny how the relationship with death we have, how much we care about our own death and the closest one. We just argue about how important it is. Yeah. And then literally kick somebody off the bridge with not, not even thinking about it twice. Yeah. Well, world leaders that are out of control have 
tend to have a different view on coming back the to sanctity of life. Yeah, yeah, but coming back, if we like, we all backed up and nobody's dying. I wonder if the war is in, there is, you don't need war. The war is pointless. What's that? If we, nobody's dying and everybody can come back, maybe the, that ends the war. Wars are done. The only reason why wars are- We got to figure that out. The only reason why wars work, because I kill more guys than you, you kill mine, then you have to, you give up because, you know, you can't sustain the deaths anymore. Yeah. But coming, I want to come back to the kid's death, right? The, the unfairness of death. I think it's just, you know, again, have to zoom out and it's just a byproduct of growth. Sometimes just shit happens. It's right. Genes roll, get rolled the bad way. You get unlucky, and and right. it's, and as much as it sucks to be in the middle of a bad situation, like you know, a kid dying. Um, and I don't know if that doesn't help you when you you know close to it, but it it does. But it's still just potentially overbearingly sad, right? Yeah. And that's just life, but I had a, did you ever have a near death experience? Uh, While not being on drugs? (sighs) Okay. Well, that crosses that one out. (laughs) (laughs) But I mean, probably the one that I've. I've had was was with a little bit of drugs, not a lot, but um driving to the RV on your <laughs> Oh god, seriously. <laughs> seriously. No, not driving, being a passenger in that RV. Um you know I don't really think so. I yeah, I I fell backwards off of a you know, like a 10 foot drop and landed on, on concrete one time. That could have been really bad. My Halloween costume saved me. Wow. Um, when I was a kid and that just really scared me. And then I had like a, I think it maybe was my first panic attack and it was, it was really, really bad. And I certainly had plenty of panic attacks after that, which really sucked. But, um, and none of them were easy, but, um, especially the first time, like it was happening. I, I thought I was going to die wow. for, for sure. I mean, I, I was praying to God and I don't believe in God. And I was just like, please just get me through this night. And can I, if I wake up tomorrow, like I'll change my whole life. You know, I, I was sure it was terrible. Um, so I, I don't know like that. I think counts. Um, by the panic attacks are terrible, by the way. Um, I don't know if I ever experienced one. I had situations. wish that on anyone. But um, so those are my, my closest things to, to that experience. You just triggered something in me. Uh, a lot of people that believe in God, their ace card in their sleeve is, well, if you don't believe in God, why do you pray to God when you, about, when you have near-death experience? Right? It's a good question. Well, <laughs> the answer to that is, because you didn't train. If you took death, like I was talking about, thought about it every day, like 
Just like you, you can think about your birthday every day, right? I was born. You say, I was born and I will die. So if you prepare yourself, if you load it into your operating system, then you're not going to go, oh my God. A few months ago, I am driving my car too fast on the, on the winding road in March, right? I hit uh, black ice. I hit some ice and I'm spinning and I'm about, I'm about to die. You're going pretty fast. Huh? Going pretty fast. Yeah. I'm like, I'm spinning in the middle of the road. I'm about to die. Yeah. And the few seconds, the second milliseconds ahead, I was like, oh, so that's how it ends. This is it. (laughs) I no Fox, no shit. I just, I had peace. I'm like, oh, that's how it ends. (laughs) Okay. I wasn't praying to God. I said, yeah, it ends this way. Yeah. That's, that's all. And then, you know, I spin into and miraculously didn't hit any trees and got in the ditch. And I'm like, oh, motherfucker. <laughs> I guess not today. Well, one, but I remember vividly that yeah. moment. I wasn't praying to God. I was like, oh. Well, one funny thing way. about death is, is that it can happen like that. But I thought about death this morning, right? So that's why I was like, but I'm mean, prepared I, for it. Here, it's like, he, okay. he, he, yeah, but hear me out. Hear me out. For some, and yes, good job to you. You've, you've, <laughs> Prep for your death. I was proud that. of that's, myself. That's like, good. oh, pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, it is. That's how I want to go. I want to go relaxed. <laughs> totally, totally. <laughs> but just one thing I've noticed when you're saying that is the like funny thing about death is like sometimes it goes like that. You get shot in the head. You're done. Yeah. You're just like you're here. You didn't even know it happened, right? Yeah. Um, or it's like cancer. It's like you know it's coming, and and. You just die slowly. And that's, I think the time spectrum thing like has a big effect on the process, right? You, in your, in your near death situation, you had five seconds and you were pumped up with adrenaline and you had all this practice. And yeah, like you said, you know, you were, when I put myself in that scenario, like I would probably instantly just think of my wife and kids and be like, God damn it. They need me, you know, and yes, they'll be fine without me, but I, I don't want to be the cause of their sadness. Okay. Um, which says a lot. I'm like learning as I'm, as I'm saying this, um, but I don't know, like something nervous to say this, but I need to need to word it in the same, in the right way, because conversation is all we have, but something like interesting about cancer it's kind of interesting to know you're going to die. How many, how many people you know get that, get that opportunity? You get the timer. And, yeah. and you can kind of, it's, it's uh, like, I'm not taking, I'm not wishing it on anyone. It's just something I know people in that situation right now. And one thing I think is interesting about it is they know it and they can, they have the choice to, you know, live out the rest of their timeline the way they want to, as opposed to like a heart attack when, when you're just, you know, grabbing a beer on Tuesday and then all of a sudden like, you know, and, and somebody finds you dead like two days later, you know, like that's, it's just interesting. What you just touched on something that it's I think the most important thing we're going to say today person that has a cancer, right? 
they're gonna live the rest of their lives like they're dying. Good point. The, what we need to do They're is, gonna smile and dance, aren't they? When we need, what we need to do as healthy human as beings. As they're suffering. I don't want to take anything away from that. We need to live our lives like we're dying. Every day, you need to live your life like, like you're dying, like you have cancer. Because we do. Life is dangerous and life right. always you ends do have with a timeline. death. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, part about cancer, I want to say a little bit. Let's go skydiving. I have a plan. If I, when, when the time comes, when I go and the doctor says, you have cancer, I already have an answer. Is show me the, don't give a fuck. Let's do a research. What is the next project? What is the research, you, you know, what my body can help with the current research? Hmm. That's already decided. Like if I do get it, and I probably will, you know, I don't, don't tell me how many months. I don't give a fuck about that. Let's do the most good with what I have with this condition. And is there a, like a treatment that you need patients to try? Or do you need, like, I don't, you know, don't help me. Let's see if we can use this condition for some, if there is some, you know, not NDA approved treatment that, you know, can be, you know, 5% chance. I don't, you know, whatever, but yeah. it, that's that's my that's my already I decided. You're gonna be like, well, sir, we're gonna need to cut off your penis and your balls and sew them Do on it. your forehead. Just just you're just gonna give me spend a, the rest please of give your me life. some medication, you know, to uh, like yeah. Sign here. Yeah. yeah. No no problem. I, I I already decided. So when it's when it happens, I'm not gonna be sad. I'm gonna be like excited. Okay, let's do it. <laughs> In a way that it's it's good for the world, right? I'm, I'm yeah. actually, I might, yeah, do, yeah. I might be doing something good for my kids when they have it, yeah. when they are, because they're my genes. So it's selfish. It's hundred percent selfish. But oh my god, that is so not selfish. It is. No, that is so not selfish. It's no. righteousness. No, it's very... I'm gonna go to the Peter's Gate and say, dude, I volunteered <laughs> to get my bolsa cut. That doesn't exist. I'm going straight into heaven. This conversation dude. won't happen. It won't because that place does not move, exist. Move aside, move motherfucker. Aside. No, but you are gonna be at peace on your deathbed, that's selfish. right? Selfish. That's the, the, what the what rather will you else would rather have. Uh another thing I don't want to forget with your kids, the way you deal with that, you talk about death. I talk to my kids about death. Not every day, but like when there is occasion, I yeah. say, I will die. We were born. I, I do talk about them. Yeah, that's cool. I uh, need to hear that. They, ha they, they, uh, when Simon died, you know, we talked about it. And, and, and before he died, we talked about it that I told, I told them, you know, I'll be gone. And, you know, it's, it's, they, and, and I don't say don't grieve or anything, but right. we, I introduced the concepts that is part of life. And I talked to them about, they don't understand, but I did talk to them about, you know, where were you before you were born? That did the whole thing. Just kind of you load it into your operating system, then you know how to deal with it mm -hmm. when the time comes. Mm -hmm. I'm a big believer in that. And not just death, like any life situation, being prepared makes all the difference. I mean, that's what you do when you train, right? Self-defense, first aid, all of that is a training yeah. or firefighting. It's a training or you do this prepare yourself when the real things happen you don't freeze you know what to do yep 
That's yeah. why I think about death and, and this thing about cancer or whatever disease I get. I already know what I'm going to do. I'm not going to sit there and be sad about it and waste the gift I have because it's a gift in a way that it might save millions of lives. Mm-hmm. Somebody there, some researcher is, nobody wants to agree because everybody's so, I want to save me, they give me the best treatment, right? So it's a gift. Everything is a gift. I'm with you. Yeah. Hey. Are we too loud? No. The baby's just sucking up some water. Nice kimono. <laughs> I I was looking for the word. I was going to say I was... You is it good. pajamas or kimono? Oh, this is, it's a kimono. This is a... Nice. That's <laughs> what you get on Friday night. In the, in the I'm end getting of a two-week vacation. Um, I don't know. I think we've touched on everything. That I, I mean, yeah, live like, uh, like you're dying, man. Thank you for listening. Reach us at human at the zoom out project.com. But I don't have the time. I just keep getting lost in my anxious mind. So I. Do you know the band The Killers? Yeah. All right. The weirdest thing ever. Uh, what's the... Now you're taking a drag. Well, <laughs> I get it's a, killing me. I get a text from a good friend of mine on Friday. Hey, you want to come to a concert with me tomorrow? I got cancellation, you know. Mm-hmm. All right. It was The Killers. I know nothing about The Killers. Hmm. Like I didn't... You don't know Mr. Brightside? I know the name, like Killers, I know the band is, is but like I would yeah. not know the song. Yeah. Now, I recognize one song during the whole concert. Yeah, probably Mr. Brightside. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. And, but it was an awesome experience to be in the concert. Everybody else, the full, full pledge arena yeah. is of people that love that music. Right. They sing every single war, war, word of his. Yeah, right? good sing-along band. And there's me standing, and I'm like, zero connection. Yeah. It was the... That's cool, though. Awesomeness. Yeah. It, was, it was like being in a concert, but outside of it, you know, yeah. just, just experiencing the the emotion, but yeah. without feeling it. Yeah, 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 without, uh, without being in touch with it. Yeah, that's interesting. And I like, when he told me, go, you know, Killers, I on purpose did not like look it up. Right, right. I wanted to go like a clean slate. Yeah. It was pretty cool. Cool. Like you don't get experience like this. Usually when you go to a concert, you know the band, right? Right, right. So that's unique. That's cool. We had a nice discussion last. Got lots of thinking going on. Uh, You have anything to add? I don't want to go over the things, but like... 
what you got away from the discussion itself. The Black Lives Matter discussion? Yeah. Well, I did, dude, I tried really, really, really hard to listen to that podcast oh, that you never finished. Yeah. And I, I didn't finish it. I probably made it like the thing's like an hour and 45 minutes long, first of all. Yeah. Yeah. yeah and yeah. he spends the first like 20 minutes of it just like up setting the scene, you know, that it, it's a really difficult thing to talk about. Yeah. And, and it is. Um, um, but I, I mean, in response to that, like he had some good points, like, like, I think I agree, like, you know, like rioting people's businesses was not a great thing like that aligned with Black Lives Matter. And like having a bunch of like doctors like sign off on COVID in isolation and then encourage like Black Lives Matter's protests like a week later, like that is just blatantly just weird. Yeah, thank you. Um, so... He had some good points and I'm, I'm sad. I didn't like get through all of it. But it's, it's really dry. And like, yes. I even turned it on in the car, uh, on our way to Coeur d'Alene. And like, Liz was like, I, I can't do this. And then I put it in my headphones and I fell asleep listening to it. So maybe I'll get to it. I wanted to get to it before this one, but I it is not. not entertaining because it is really just very, yeah. He's he's really smart. I mean, I like his. I've and we were talking ballsy. about Sam Harris podcast. He he had a, a, a like a monologue about Black Lives Matters, and I kind of agree what he has to say there. Uh, I recommend that he has awesome podcasts. It's one of my cool. favorites. He talks to people about different, uh, but seems like he's committed to having a, an honest, examined opinion. I don't agree with everything he says, but I like his. He tries to be true to he believe, his beliefs. I took something out of it, mostly how hard it is to discuss something like that. Right. When we are two very good friends, right? There's no danger of upsetting each other. You know, you know it's, it's as safe as it gets. Yep. Uh, you know, you're going to love each other more after it even, right? So there's no negative... It was still so hard to like just even get on the to the same ground. I don't know. It was hard to. Well, we don't. We don't have to. That's not necessarily the point, right? Yeah, but it was hard to like find common ground. I guess that's what it was. That's because you're just stubborn and stupid and yeah, setting your exactly. your way. I think. Oh no, that was yesterday <laughs> when you talked to your mirror. That's when you felt that like. <laughs> Imagine how hard it it is if it's so hard to do talk about difficult topics yeah, with, with, a, with somebody you love. Right. Somebody you hate before you even talk to them. Totally. I th- you know, that's makes it makes it damn near impossible. It is impossible. Yeah. I mean, it's not, but it's damn hard. Right. That's how, that's where our nation stands right now. It's kind of this two yelling people, nobody actually talking. My internet at home sucks. I have DSL. You know, first world problems. Okay. About three, four years ago, whenever it came available, I signed up for Starlink. Right? Okay. And they that was like three years ago. And I would check it, the website, once a month just to see what's going on. If, if I checked it a few weeks ago, right? And my order is gone. It's like order canceled. Your order for the internet? For the Starlink, right? Okay. 
I'm like, okay, what's happening? I go through my emails. I don't see anything. I go to my spam folder. I see three emails from Starlink saying, you internet, you ready to go? Pay us, you know, whatever there was, I remember. And mm-hmm. you, you know, your order is ready. Mm-hmm. And the next email says, you have seven days to reply or we will cancel. Mm-hmm. And seven days later, your order has been canceled. Mm-hmm. And it's all in my junk folder. Mm-hmm. So I emailed them and they say, you know, and I get immediate response like, ah, you have to sign up. Sorry, you lost it. You have to sign up. Not I, They won't even let me sign up with the same email. I have to literally get a new email address mm, there. Sweet. I got so pissed. You know, uh, so like fucking assholes don't want to, you know, automated emails. and Right. And then I, I went to that road of, just pure anger, right? Mm-hmm. That's everything in the world, how unfair it is. And then I had to catch myself and take a deep breath. Like, all right, like they have 20 assholes a second like me. Yeah. They have to automate it. That's just the way the, the world we live in, you know? And I'm like, all right, it was me. It was on me. I should have whitelisted Starlink, you know? It just happens. That's just the... Algorithms sometimes don't go your way. Yeah, but I was I was laughing because just happened after we talked. I'm like, yeah, I need to I need to because uh, <laughs> I got so angry real quick. Yeah, and I just had to pull myself back. I'm like, it's just it sucks. So I sign up again, and it says, "Internet a new area in 2023," which is funny <laughs> because it's they already gave it to me once, right, in the same right. address. Right, right. <laughs> So it's not, it's not even possible. No, I mean, they, it's automated. They, they don't have, they don't pay people. They don't have the money. They, you know, that's not how today's world works. They don't have people standing by for your mm-hmm. call or your email, right? It's just mm-hmm. maybe a few people and everything else it gets automated keywords and all that stuff. So, right. The queen has died. Yes. Couple observations. She was alive for 30%. No, no. She was reigning monarch for 30% of U.S. existence. Wow. How crazy that statistic or number is. One English monarch, a third, almost a third of U.S. 1776. So we're at like 350 and she, no, we are two something and she was 70. She reigned 70 years. Yeah. Right. Okay. Two. Yeah. 250. <clears throat> and she was 70, 70 years. Yeah, that's right. So about 30%. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Like how young wow. of a nation we are. Yeah, I know. It, it feels like, you know, it is ancient history, but it's, Three monarchs away. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's pretty crazy. I, every time somebody talks about this, I bring this up. I'm, my mom was at her coronation in, in London. Wow. And my mom's 75, just turned 75. She was just in England for a couple of years, but she, she went to her coronation. So I don't know. The, the queen always reminds me of my mom, huh. but yeah, it's like, um, yeah. And what she became the queen when she was in her twenties, I think. Well, very young, obviously, yeah. Yeah, that's that's about right. Because she was like in her nineties when she died, so seventy years. 
it's um I heard a podcast somewhere talking about the queen how constitutional constitutional monarchy mm-hmm. might not be the worst thing because you have a the the queen the king as the celebrity right and if you don't have that then you have then you have other celebrities like trump and you know all yeah. the stuff so yeah. there is there might be a value somebody was just like thought experimenting i think that's a good point like they don't have absolute power they yeah. have they're restricted but there is somebody that represents yeah the country the values i mean she was very good right i think most people agree that she was a, a good monarch because yeah. you get bad one and it's bad but whatever right but, there is might be a value to the identity, right? Somebody that unites. Like, what do you and I have in common? Well, we have the same queen, right? Or, yep. It's only honorary or whatever, but I don't know. That, that's Something kind about of, it, though. Yeah, that works. It's like built into, you know, our human wiring. Like, we we want a leader like that. Well, and also gives you something in common. Yeah, yeah. Like, like maybe that's what it is. There is yeah. some, something in common, right? Um, But what I want to talk about is... After she died, everybody is tweeting about it. Mm-hmm. And it was insane. You know, you, you get the normal tweets of other governments and figures, right? Mm-hmm. Companies started tweeting. Lego tweeted, you know, Rip, uh, Queen Elizabeth, mm-hmm. with a little picture of the Lego figure. Uh, another toy company, even... Freaking British version of Dollar Store tweeted about the Queen. I'm trying to come up with a funny name for the British version of a Dollar Store, but uh, I'm too slow. Something I don't remember. Pound Town. It was something <laughs> like that. It was Poundland. Poundland. <laughs> Poundland. <laughs> okay. <laughs> but it got me thinking how. Basically, what they were doing, they were do, they're running ads because she died. Oh, totally, totally. And they're this running ads. Fucking, what, what fucking fuck? dollar store. What the fuck yeah. dollar store has to do with the queen dying? Shut yeah. the fuck up. Yeah, we'll trend if we got the hashtag in there, right? Like that's what their business yeah. is saying. Yeah, and it's and it's people pay attention to it. Got me worked up a little it's bit. It's like that. This weird. is just the, the 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 ugly side of of humanity. It's, it's like, terrible. Don't get uh, any strategy, you know, uh, slip by without putting a little ad in there. Right. Because it's an ad and it works because otherwise they wouldn't do it. And next time you go buy a toy, your brain remembers that. You're, yeah. You remember Queen died. So you remember that day. Yeah. And you also remember that tweet and that the way the brain works, it will connect. The next time you go buy a toy for your little cousin or, or kid, you, it's going to come up. That name is going to come up yeah. in your brain because that's how brain works. Associates. Like, what do I need the toy? Right. Oh, okay. Lego. Oh, Lego. Right. Right. It's uh, yeah, it was uh, it's terrible. Terrible. So this podcast is the very opposite. The, We're battling that kind of thing. The best thing I saw about the queen dying was this uh, person on like posted this meme or whatever that was people, you know, complaining about how all the problem is like the 1%, you know, the, the rich that make up the 1%, you know, like yeah. we are 99, whatever. Yeah. And then it's like, Oh no, the queen died. You know, like they're all up in arms about, about one of those people, the super qu- rich, you know, well, passing but away. the queen actually makes money for the government. They, they're rich, but they also, the monarchy makes money for like tourism and stuff. Yeah. 